Young gospel. Young gospel. How's everybody doing in this beautiful morning? I am so excited. The Lord has given me another day, another day to breathe, another day to be able to speak to you guys about the greatness of the Lord. Now, this morning I woke up, I had a nice cup of mojo. The coffee was nice and ready. I love coffee in the morning, if you did not already know. But um, this is going to be EP3. I'm really excited. Episode number three uh, of this Young Gospel podcast. And I am your host, Young Gospel. And I am the sponsor, Young Gospel. And you can reach me at YGGospel at gmail.com. This episode is going to cover a very, very touchy subject, but it is a subject that as young people, as leaders, as Christians, we have to cover. So today I want to be talking and I'm going to be talking about teen suicide. Now, we know that one of the main plans of the Lord is to have you saved. It's so that you can be eternally with him so that when we pass from this from this mortal body our soul can go with the lord he has created us to be with him in a world that is going to rule forever this world's called heaven but what happens when someone decides to take their own life what happens when a teen or a young adult decides that they don't want to live anymore and one of the things that I always ask myself is, could I have done something to prevent this? Was there something that this person was so unsatisfied with that could have been prevented? And you know, it's something that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. But now that I know that I'm, that I'm saved and now that I know that I'm a Christian, now I know that I have a great responsibility to these teens, to this youth, to reach out to them. You know, sometimes, uh, when we run into people and we share the word with them, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know if they're on the verge of, of suicide. Nobody walks around with a sign that says, I'm going to commit suicide. But you know what? Our job is to pray and to ask God to take us to the right souls. The souls that, that need the change. The souls that need the help. The souls that need the word. And it's very sad that here in California, the national statistics say that out of 100,000 people, seven will commit suicide. And you think out of 200,000, that's 14. Out of 300,000, that's 21. That's 21 souls that did not get to meet the Lord. That's 21 souls that the enemy just claimed for himself. And you know, the Lord made us, the Lord made us to be with him, to be in everlasting life, which is one of the things that that drives me and it makes me so happy to understand that the cares of this world, they don't matter. We're just passing by. They do not matter. And I try not to get too caught up in this world. You know, we know we have a mission as Christians and that's to reach others because nothing else matters. And to be honest with you, nothing else makes sense. We can try to stack up all the riches, all the riches of the world, but none of those things are going to matter because we will not take any of those things with us. And so I wanted to talk today about, you know, teen suicide and how bad it, 
has been throughout the years. You know, the rates um, are on the up. They're on the rise. And one thing that I think and I feel is truly in my heart and I feel truly convicted of is how we treat each other in school. You know, um, most of the time, you know, we sometimes we could be really harsh to each other. We could be really mean to each other. And we know that the Lord didn't call us to hate but to love. Yeah, it's one of the greatest commandments the Lord left us before um, he departed, before he went onto that cross and rose on the third day. He said, love one another as I have loved you. And a lot of people kind of say that it's actually technically the 11th commandment because love, the Bible says, covers a multitude of sins. And if we learn how to love those people that are not loved, if we learn how to love those people that everyone makes fun of, if we learn how to love those people that feel that they're outcasts or they feel that they're the black sheep of society, those are the people we need to learn how to love because those are the people that we can make an impact and we can ch and we can change. Am I not right? Am I not right? Can we not go up to those people and offer a heartwarming friendship? Can we not go up to those people and say, hey, man, how's, how are you doing? What's your day like? You know, even if those people decide not to engage you, but if you just practice this every day, at least to say hello, with greet them with a smile, it'll begin to change something in them. You know, I was reading this this article on smiling, and um, when you smile at someone, it's it's a natural reaction for the other person to smile back. And they say smiling and laughter actually releases uh, chemicals in your brain that actually put you in a way better uh, mood, self-esteem, and state of mind. You know, once you start getting those endorphins coming into your brain, that's that's the chemical that sometimes, you know what, we're, we're imbalanced. We're sad. We're depressed, you know, because we've been we've been deprived of of um, of certain things that the enemy has taken away. You know, there's people out there that don't have great families. They didn't come from great families. There's women out there that did not come from great families, men that came from broken homes where the father was an alcoholic. Perhaps he was abusing the mother and maybe the mother was an alcoholic. Maybe she was abusing her kids. And we have to understand that, uh, you know, some of us go to school with a very high self-esteem because we come from great families, but let's not be harsh. Let's use that pride and that great self-esteem for the better and the greater good for the Lord. And one thing that kind of resonates in my mind was when I was going to high school, there was this one kid that I remember, um, he didn't have good shoes. You know, he didn't have good clothes and he wanted to be part of the crowd and, and, and he would hang out. But I had a lot of friends that were really harsh to him. They would make fun of him a lot. And even though I didn't know much about suicide at that time, I knew that it wasn't a good thing to make someone feel that way because I had come from a great family. And my family always taught me those good values and how to treat people, treat people how you would want to be treated. So he would get make, made fun of a lot. And um, one day I decided to stand up for him. And I said, hey, guys, it, that's enough. He's one of us and he's going to hang out with us, accept him or leave him alone. You know, I got really tired of it. And sometimes we have to we have to be the leaders. We have the responsibility, Christian, 
You have the responsibility. Let's change this world, and we can change it one heart at a time. We can uplift those that have fallen instead of kicking them while they're down. We can bring them up. You know, the Bible, it, it, it always tells us that love conquers, conquers it all. And one thing that I want to talk to you guys about today is how, how do we prevent it when someone comes up to us and says, you know what, I feel like I'm going to commit suicide. First thing we have to do is if we are not mentally or spiritually prepared to deal with that, we have to let someone know. We really do because maybe you're not in a position to deal with them. Maybe you're not in a position to be able to give them some advice, but someone is in that position. God brings people from many different walks of light to speak to us when we feel uh, that type of a depression coming on into our lives. When I was younger, I uh, I had a, a teacher that, that spoke to me. I felt really bad about being at school. I did not want to be there. I felt so bad about just life itself. And I had it all. I mean, I had the new shoes. I had the new clothes. I had it all, you know, and I just, I didn't understand why I was so unsatisfied. But see, I was fighting a battle, a spiritual warfare. And I wasn't even a Christian at the time. And I was in the classroom and I felt like throwing up. I, I didn't even know. I couldn't even be in class. So I skipped out to the restroom. I asked to go to the restroom. And I remember going into the restroom and I was splashing water on my face and nothing would work. And uh, I went into one of the stalls and I just began to cry. And I began to say, God, you know, what's happening to me? I, I don't understand this. And, you know, I, as I came out of the restroom, I sat down on, on one of the small little uh, bricks that were right there that, that um, were separating the grass from, from the path. And teacher, uh, a she was a student aide came up to me and said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I don't know. Um, I explained to her my symptoms and I told her that it just things hadn't got better. And in that moment, she reached out to me and she said, you know what? I know what's going on. You're fighting a spiritual battle. And it made sense. It made sense. I, I, I felt like I was fighting a spiritual battle. And in that moment, she prayed for me. She prayed for me in Jesus' name, in, in his blood, in his precious blood. And things did begin to change. Things did start to make sense. And, you know, I was facing such a hard time that I, I did feel like taking my life at one point. But I knew that that wasn't the answer. But I was lucky enough to have someone there that really wanted to say something to me and was really prepared to say something to me. And step number one, we tell someone, we make someone aware. Step number two, look, if you're, if you're willing and, and you're ready to deal with something like that and you feel capable, talk to them about the Lord. Talk to them about the love of the Lord and how the Lord has changed you. Share with them your testimony. And you know what? Step number three, I think, is a combination of both. You can do both. You can share with them your testimony. You can... You can uplift them but you can also make someone aware you know it's always a great thing when parents know what's actually going on with their kids so 
don't ever be afraid to tell somebody that you have a friend that's possibly suicidal. Because if you don't say anything and that person happens to, to commit suicide or pass away, then how are we going to feel about that? There's things that are going to be so hard and so heavy on our souls that we're not going to be able to bear. And then that's going to take us into depression. So I know that I'm trying and uh, these last two podcasts have been about uplifting you and just really going above and beyond. But you know what? This is still an uplifting podcast because we need to go above and beyond. We need to be that voice. Like I said, we are those warriors. We are those soldiers that the Lord has chosen to go out and spread the good news and talk to people about the Lord. Now, one thing that my mom and my dad always told me, they said, Tony, there's nothing that you're going through that you can't overcome. And if you're listening out there, teen, young adult, and if you feel like you can't overcome that that you are going through, believe me, you're stronger than that. You can. Don't forget, you are the son of a king. You're an ambassador. You're a direct representation of our Lord. And let's not forget, our Lord is love. Our Lord is mercy. And above all, our Lord is power. And boy, do you have that power. We have that power. Let's not let the enemy confuse us. Let's not let the enemy throw us around. It's a grapple match, but a grapple match that we're going to win. A match that we have to win, but a match that we know that where we're going into this match, our Lord Jesus Christ Savior is right behind us. The Lion of Judah, the radiant and morning star, the great shepherd is behind us. So if you're out there listening and you feel like you want to commit suicide and you feel like, like life is over, let me tell you something. It's not over. Your life is just beginning. And you're going to see that in the future, it's just going to be but a memory. But now we have that responsibility to go reach others and say, hey, I felt like that before. And believe me, it's all changed for me now. Don't forget, Young Gospel loves you. If you have any requests for prayer, if you have any needs, any circumstance, anything you want to talk about, you can reach me at ygospel at gmail.com. So don't forget, I love you and Jesus loves you. And before I go, I want to give you a scripture directly from the Bible. It's 2 Corinthians 120 and the word of God says for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us so all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen which in him are yes look everything that the Lord has promised us he's going to give us and it's yes when we ask for it don't ever forget, if you're feeling down and you ask the Lord for strength, it's yes. If you're feeling down and depressed and you ask the Lord for love, it is yes. The Lord wants to bless you. The Lord wants to take you to new heights. The Lord wants you to soar like an eagle. If you're out there playing sports, the Lord wants you to soar above the competition. 
if you're out there playing music, the Lord wants you to be the best musician you can be. If you're out there singing, if you're out there, whatever talent, whatever art, whatever thing you love to do, don't forget the Lord wants you to soar above the competition. The Lord loves you. I love you. This is Young Gospel Podcast, EP3. This is episode three. This will be uploaded later on tonight for tomorrow morning's listening. I love you guys in Jesus' name. I'm signing out. Young Gospel. Young Gospel.